Disclaimer. What you are about to hear is a lot of gibberish, wrong information, and off-topic ranting. You have been warned. Lilo DiCaprio can play the killer. Michael B. Jordan to be Mrs. Star. Urge Jilly use the smoke to see shut. We about to talk about bullshit pictures. Lilo DiCaprio can play the killer. Michael B. Jordan to be Mrs. Star. Urge Jilly use the smoke to see shut. We about to talk about bullshit pictures. Welcome to the show. Your favorite actor. My favorite, uh, yep, my favorite actor. Our favorite favorite actor. All right. After a nice, stupid technical (laughs) difficulty issues, the podcast guy's trying to bring us down, but we shall overcome. You already know what this is. This is another uh, episode of the Leo B. Gyllenhaal, whatchamacallit, the podcast where we're supposed to be talking about movies, but easily get off subject and get them talking about something else. But you can almost guarantee that we might maybe mention the individuals who make it up and na- make up the name of this here, John. You already know what it is. It's your boy, Leo Archibald, a.k.a. Young Denzel, a.k.a. O'Shea Black. And the third, aka Slim Nitty, aka Slim Pickens, aka that t shirt video just threw me off with all yeah. the furs in the winter. Um, <laughs> it's your boy, who I say is um, Nabron James, uh, Nady Crosby, who else I is him, Young Caesar Christ, your boy Silk Pajamas, Belly Rolling, Robert Balmain Jr. It's your boy, Nor, the god of the summer. Uh, who else I... <laughs> who else I is? Rome. Uh, Why they got a song called T-Shirt and they got furs on yeah. in the winter? <laughs> I never understood that. It's Joaquin Penny's worth. Laughing till my kidneys hurt. No oh, shit. my gosh. <laughs> nah, you got to let me get the bars off. <laughs> it's Joaquin Penny's worth. Laughing to my kidneys hurt. No short dress but the Lamborghini skirt. It's Knife Guy watching Life of Pie. Don't drink, only take shots in a drive-by. It's Terry Hightower, young Jack Bauer. I done stack my bread as tall as Stark Tower. It's Chadwick Flossman on an island golfing. If you seen what I seen, you would die like mahogany stain on a coffin. That was that <laughs> is that, that, that is over the head. Get, wood, wood, coffin, die, die, stain. That's crazy. No, it's Barkley. Oh gosh. And I ain't done. It's Kai Dollar Sign. Please don't ask me why. Keep talking, we'll get it shaking. Marty McFly. <laughs> Oh, yeah, and since uh, Tyrese is out here wilding, <laughs> it's Skateboard K. I'm a nice dude with some nice dreams. Mm-hmm. You see these ice cubes? Mm-hmm. You see these, these ice, ice creams? creams? Eligible bachelor. Say what? Million dollar boat. Woo! That's wetter than boom, boom, boom. Phantom. Exterior like fish. Interior like suicide wrist. I can exercise you. This can be your, your fizz Cheat on your man. My, that's how you get a his Killer on the beat. I know killers in the street with the still to make you feel like you're chilling in the heat. heat. So don't come around talking here and talking all that raspy. Mm. Trying to ask me. Mm. If you, if my folks put it in your vest, but they don't pass me. Mm. 
Think, think about it. Take, take a, a second. second. Bing. Matter of fact, mm-hmm. you should take 4B Woo! and think before you mess with a little skateboard. Ah, that ain't ready. One, he has so many gun bars in that verse. Yeah, for real, toast they that put semi. The, put it in your vest. Hey, you'll be messing with homeboy. He be toting that semi on him. All right. Uh, Dang, Tyrese had to get put on. Just for he, until. He had to get sidelined until, until he, get, he, he got chill. He comes down off of the <laughs> Fast and Furious stuff. All right. Um, you see any movies since the last episode? I saw a movie I didn't take any notes for. Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> Was that it? Yeah. All right. I'll go through these other movies that I saw. Then we can talk about that great movie. First up, continuing my Blu-ray marathon. And to um, get prepared for Thor Ragnarok, I watched Thor The Dark World. Before I used to think that the first or this Thor was better than the first Thor. Then after rewatching the first Thor and then watching this one, I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> this one or the first Thor to me is head and shoulders better than this one. This is still a great movie, but if I had to rank it, it's probably my least favorite of the Marvel movies. Off the top of my dome, has action, is funny. The the last battle with was name Mal Mal Malakif. Mm-hmm. Whatever that villain's name was, where they was going through all the portals and stuff, that was dope. But it also felt like it was like they rushed to get it out. It had like a rush sense to it. Like they, like some of them ideas could have been, um, they could have came up with better ideas. But it's almost like they went with like the first couple joints that they came up with. But either way, still an enjoyable movie. Great cast, fun movie to watch. Um, next I watched Thor, the Ragnarok, move on to that, continuing my Blu-ray marathon in preparation for Justice League, which comes out next week. First up, I watch Man of Steel. That's coming up. Mm Mm-hmm. It's about time. It's Judgment Day. We're going to see. But I watched Man of Steel, probably my favorite, um, DC movie so far. It's either that or Wonder Woman. That's sad. (laughs) And... This movie still is enjoyable. It don't to me. It doesn't feel like two hours and twenty minutes, which it is, but has great action. Uh, the score is great. It's a. I like the way Zack Snyder shot this movie. It like it has the Zack Snyder feel to it. If you're a fan of his, this vibe, uh, the way he shot this movie, and the vibe, it really just reminds you of that he is actually a talented director. When he really tries to, <laughs> even though this movie is split like 50-50 between people because it's super somber and all that, I can see why people don't like it, but I've seen this movie at least like four or five times already, and I still enjoy it. Of course, not as much as when I first saw it, because when I first saw it, I was very taken aback by how much I enjoyed the action, but still an enjoyable movie, and I thought DC was on the up and up when that movie came out, <laughs> to come to find out I was wrong. Yeah. And lastly, uh, for my Blu-ray marathon this past week, I watched Batman versus Superman. Watched the Ultimate Edition. There were some scenes that I could tell that were thrown in, like that were different from the original uh, original cut. But altogether, I don't know how they got three out or got that movie up to what was it like three hours? So it had like thirty minutes. I could, I didn't see how they got that, <laughs> but I didn't. It, I, I don't know if it's the fact that. The first time I saw the movie, I was so disappointed that when I watch it now, it's just like, I just think it's a good movie. It's like a cool comic book movie. It still doesn't have the level of action 
and it's just some and I still don't necessarily care for the Lex Luthor they went with and the the Martha situation is still laughable that they actually decided that that was a good idea. Yeah, I don't like Doomsday. Yeah, the Dooms Doomsday. That I mean the last scene where they were fighting him that was cool. It was funny to see Batman really just be in the cut just chilling cuz he <laughs> know he has no business fighting that or yeah, fighting him or whatever. Wonder Woman was great when she came in. The reveal of the other Justice League members on the computer was very forced. So I guess all the, I'm so used to, or I've already seen all those flaws so they don't smack me in the face like they did the first two times. So now I'm just able to sit back and enjoy the movie for what it is. I'm not saying it's great by any means. It's still a flawed movie, but it's just a flawed DC movie that was disappointing, but I can still like it and go back and watch it again if need be. So that leads us to Thor Ragnarok, the big movie that came out this week. Killed it at the box office. What did it do, like 120? I think so. That's crazy. Let me double check. I know it made more than Spider-Man Homecoming, which is a surprise. I didn't see that coming. Um, I think it's the fourth high, has the fourth, high, fourth highest opening weekend of the year. And I, I was surprised because Thor was always the low, low yeah. in reviews, mm-hmm. low in the money. And they had to get some Australian director. He's Australian, right? Yeah. Australian director to pair up with the Australian Zealand, star. Whatever one of those. Yeah, it, whichever it one. It might be New Zealand. He's like, New, Ze- New Zealand's in Australia, right? They sound, they both got they that always, attitude. I don't people know. People get offended, so I'm not sure. I don't know bodies of uh, area. <laughs> Whatever that means. But, um, so yeah, what do you think about, uh, Thor? Well, first and foremost, fell asleep in it like you're supposed to. When did you fall asleep? Beginning, middle, or end? It was more towards the, going towards the end, but it wasn't like the real sleep. It was just my eyes was closed, but I was hearing the movie. That's what happened to me. My my eyes was getting so heavy. I was was wide awake for it, because I saw this movie like 8.15, I think. On Thursday, I was wide awake for it, and it was good. It was nothing slow about the movie. I was enjoying uh-huh. it. But then when he started fighting Hella at the end, I woke up and I will. I was like, he lost his eye. <laughs> <laughs> so that yeah, was that was odd. But <laughs> yeah, I went to sleep periodically through a couple fights, but not nothing crazy. But, yeah, this was a great movie. It started off immediately funny. Yes. <laughs> as soon as it, uh, it opened up, I like, everybody did well in the movie. Uh, what's his name? was super funny. Hey, what is slipping my mind? Come on, come up with it. Jeff Goldblum. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was good in it. Even though I don't think they mentioned any connection to the collector. No. Yeah, I wish they would have did that in it, but it was a great movie. The action was sweet. Hawk was funny, even though it was hard getting used to him speaking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the way they way he did it in the movie is like he'd been speaking for a while. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Tessa Thompson was good as Valkyrie. Yeah, they they kept saying she was the uh, like the scene stiller throughout the movie. I didn't. She was great. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I wouldn't say yeah. scene stiller. If anybody was, it was Korg. 
<laughs> that dude had me dying. Director slash actor. Yeah, I was sitting in the movie. I was like, that guy sounds familiar. Who is that? Uh-huh. Then when I found out it was, uh, what's his name? Tiaki? Taki? Taki? Taika Watiti. Whatever his name is. I was like, oh, I've never heard him speak before, so I don't know who I was thinking that this person was. I remember when they announced this movie, he said he's going to play Cork. That character was funny. Yeah, it was crack. So he was saying it was cracking me up, <laughs> and that little uh, his little sidekick oh, yeah, kept doing him. <laughs> when he kept doing all them ninja moves, oh, yeah. <laughs> that had me dying. So this yeah, was that was funny. Yeah, this was a legit comedy. Would you say this one was funnier than the other two that we got this year? It's really hard to compare them. Which I was having the toughest task when I was uh, adding it to my 2017 movie list. Oh yeah, I was struggling. I was like, I can't even remember if this, which cause I was looking at. Cause I do my little ratings on there. I was like, is this higher than Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah, this was tough. And then I had to look. I was like, do I put Guardians of the Galaxy too high? Because <laughs> then Spider-Man came out. Now this came out. It raised the bar. Yeah, because I. I was like, dang, this might be my favorite this year. Then I had to talk thing back, like, but Guardians, it wasn't better than the first one, but it was also really good. Baby Groot was hilarious. It Rocket made me was not hilarious. even be able to remember what happened in that movie. Right. Then I had to then I had to remember that Tom Holland was very funny throughout Spider Man. Villain or I would say villain wise, Spider Man had the best villain of the three when it just came to fleshing out the character. So it was tough. We gonna I'm fight. gonna let time go by. And so I can put it at an even playing field. Yeah, we're gonna. It's gonna be interesting to see when we do our uh, end of the year list. There were so many superhero movies on this. <laughs> uh, we had Thor made 123 million. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, I know ticket prices and whatnot, but that's still really good. They killed it with the promotion for this, though. Yeah, well, they they're stepping up their prom- promotion game because they just this one just looked good. I I was complaining. Earlier, because the fact that this movie was going to be originally dark, and then <laughs> it changed to be this happy-go-lucky arcade-style looking movie, mm-hmm. so that was annoying. But I mean, it paid off in the end because even I do like watching dark movies when they're done correctly. But and you can't really replace having fun in a movie watching some good comedy nonstop to go along with. Like good characters and some fun action, it's like that just makes the the experience even more enjoyable. But I took some notes for the flick. First up, I was caught off guard by the Matt Damon cameo. Oh yeah, I remember when they they leaked that he was gonna be in it. That was funny. That was a funny little scene him playing Loki and Chris Hemsworth's brother playing Thor. That's who that was. I was looking at his face like, who is that dude? He looks mm-hmm. familiar. Because he did kind of look like uh, Chris Hemsworth. Like, I know that ain't Chris Hemsworth mm-hmm. in there. Sam Neill playing Odin. I was, in my head, I was uh, I was trying to force it to be like, that's Ben Affleck. He playing Thor. <laughs> but that didn't work. Um, the fight where Hela's taking on the Asgardian army and just wipes all them out. I thought that scene was very sweet, even though the CGI was so blatantly obvious when she was moving around. Yeah, I liked when we got to see why Zachary Levi's playing Shazam. <laughs> like, like, get him off real quick. <laughs> Bye. They killed off the whatever three, whatever their name is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, we cannot find room for y'all in these movies anymore. Yeah. We got off, y'all. y'all. Y'all might as well have put a Sif in that scene. 
She Jamie Jamie Alexander. She said she was going to do the movie, but uh, they hit her up and said, "Yo, are you free to shoot during this time?" And she was like, "Nah, because I got to shoot." What's that? Blind TV? spot. Yeah. She should have told Blind Spot, "Let me get this final <laughs> scene in this Thor movie." <laughs> Because they already replaced me with Valkyrie. Yeah, and they didn't even mention her in the movie, which was a little weird, but ain't nobody was truly missing her. I already said, mentioned how Korg was hilarious, and his opening scene had me cracking up. I like how they um, mentioned that the the little Infinity Gauntlet was actually fake, the one that was in the... uh, in Asgard, whatever that um, room is called. Um, when we first get to see Thor go against Hawk in the Battle of the Champions, that scene was funny. The I thought uh, it seems like every time Hawk comes into one of these movies, he always like steals the show. And I thought adding the layer to him talking and he was having full blown conversations. I thought he was just <laughs> gonna be making noises and like one word here and there, but he was forming sentences. He was funny just the way like he was acting like a big child. So I can't wait to see how. Him and the teenage group, if that's the one we actually get to see when he meets up with Hawk in the Avengers movies, how they interact with each other. He'll probably be back to not talking just like them set photo store looks like he used to look. No. Both eyes, long hair, old costume. No. He has <laughs> to have the short hair. He has to. I mean, when I when they, uh, they said his eye, or he was going to have the eye patch going into the movie, I, to me, I was like, I can, they're going to bring it back. I was like, maybe uh, Tony will create a fake eye for him and then somehow make him a hammer, too. Because I can't see him going both Avengers movies without having that hammer. Because him trying to fight all these freakishly strong aliens or whatever, he ain't going to just do that with his little thunderbolts <laughs> and his fists. Um, What else? I would probably say out of, what has it been, five movies that Chris Hemsworth's been in? I think so. I would say this was probably his best performance that he put on. He's always been good, you know, but this one, I don't know. Maybe it was the fact that this one was more funnier than the other ones, and he was able to carry more of a comedic load. I thought just all around, even with that, his performance was the best. And he said he had to thank Ghostbusters for uh, helping his comedic chops for this movie. (laughs) So Chris Hemsworth might just be really good comedic actor because he was hilarious in Ghostbusters. He's hilarious in this movie. We're going to mess around and see him in like a little buddy comedy of some sorts. Oh, Lord. Maybe with his brother, Liam. All three of them. Nah, well, I don't care about that third one. (laughs) And he had his movie. He he just starred in a $123 uh, million movie. His star is loose. (laughs) Okay. Um, and he gonna be, he gonna be bragging. He sees some girls. He like, you know, I uh, played Thor, Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> like, they be like, are you? You look like Thor. He can't. He can say, yeah, uh-huh. he, ain't, he ain't lying. <laughs> um, then just to end it off with, this is to me the easily the best Thor movie, and it could be the best Marvel movie of the year. I'm not sure, but this is a great funny movie. This this should be nominated at the Golden Globes for best comedy slash musical. <laughs> All right, um, and then before we move on to other stuff, I do have some past episode reflections for episode 74, even though I didn't fully listen to the whole thing, <laughs> but um, there was a quote that was goes as said, I said, twist it up, uh, twist it up again, you responded with twisties, 
So that punchline was hot garbage. <laughs> Oh, just, just want to remind who was that. Human Torch. Oh my gosh! And then we were referring, we were talking about uh, the horror movies coming out in 2018, <laughs> and we were talking about Halloween, and I referred to it as the 2008 edition of Halloween. Didn't correct myself. <laughs> then I followed up by saying I can picture it being the 2017 version of Scream. So I gave it all a type of years except for its right one. So. <laughs> Maybe on the next episode, I'll actually finish that episode and episode 75 and have some more to bring up. All right, you got uh, something you want to throw out there before we get into the topics for this episode? You know Free Meek. Dang. <laughs> I do in prison. Free Meek, yo. Uh. Woo. 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 Woo! 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 Talk to him. Ball player, ball player. Woo! You know that means this is a game we call franchise player. This is the third week we've uh, played it. This is the game where I name uh, each round. I name four actors, actresses, or directors, and then four movie franchises, and he has to match them up in what he would think was the best, whatever, worse, however he wants to make the film. Um, and as far as the franchises, I will eventually be repeating franchises, but I think right now I may only repeat it two or something like that. So your first list of actors are Vin Diesel, mm-hmm. Zach Braff, mm-hmm. Zach Efron, mm-hmm. Zachary Levi. So Vin, Zach, Braff, Zach, Efron, and Zachary Zach Levi. Levi. Okay. Your franchises are... Like how Vin Diesel was thrown in there. Yeah. <laughs> Your franchises are Star Wars spinoffs. Okay. James Bond. Mm-hmm. Despicable Me. Mm-hmm. And Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park, Despicable Me, the Star Wars spinoffs. And what was the other one? Uh, James Bond. All right, James Bond. Zac Efron. Okay, who's Zac Efron playing? James Bond. <laughs> Give him like 10 years, and he going to play. He going to bring the suave back to James Bond, and he going to add some humor because we know Zac Efron can kill it with the comedy. He got dance moves, so his action's got to be on point, and that's Zachy. E. All right, so that leaves us with Vin Diesel, Zach Braff, and Zachary Levi in the movie Star Wars spinoffs, Despicable Me and Jurassic Park. Zach Braff? We gonna put see Zachary Levi puts me in a tough predicament because I need to see Shazam before I start going out of my way. But I want to see Vin Diesel in the Star Wars spinoff because he was whipping them wrenches around like they were lightsabers. So so what kind of Star Wars spinoff would he be in? So Han Solo's already done, and I don't even know what he could be in there. He could be a very buff Boba Fett, (laughs) but he wouldn't be whipping the light. Boba Fett ain't got no lightsaber, dude. He just got a gun. Yeah. And then... Almost Boba Fett ain't back. And then uh, the uh, Obi-Wan. I don't want him playing Obi-Wan, but he could play a villain to Obi-Wan. He got to whip the saber around. And then... If you want to do mocap for Jabba the Hutt, 
<laughs> in some he movie. Do the voice. He can he definitely could do the voice because he's, he's a perfect. voice acting extraordinaire. And he's inaudible when he just speaks yeah. in general. <laughs> so that's on point. So then we got Despicable Me in Jurassic Park and we got Zach Braff and, and Zach Zachary Levi. Levi. Zach Braff feel like he's done a voice for Despicable Me. <laughs> he probably has. So I'm gonna put him in there. <laughs> And then Zachary Levi is like, he's right in the middle for me because I've seen him. Chuck, he goes unnoticed in Thor. And then now he's about to be the star in an action movie. Jurassic World or Jurassic Park or Jurassic World or whatever is that. Like right in between where you can play like the nerdy computer guy. Chris Pratt's uh, friend. Spaz. And like they get caught in the jungle and he's making all the jokes. While and running and stumbling, of course. <laughs> but I don't even know if Zachary Levi is funny. That's where it he's gets funny on Chuck. Okay, so if he's funny on there, then yeah, he can be the bumbling idiot <laughs> slash smart friend. Kind of like I don't know if Jake Johnson is gonna be in this one. Hell yeah! But he can play like that type of character. But now Charlie Day on the is scene. in the Pacific Rim series. Yeah. I, I don't know why I remember him being a villain in the first one. <laughs> But who knows? All right, so we got Vin Diesel playing Boba Fett in Star Wars. We got Zach Braff doing a voice to speak with me. Zach Efron is James Bond. And Zachary Levi is the bubbling idiot slash smart friend in Jurassic Park. That's Zach Efron and James Bond. That would be crazy. <laughs> I like that idea. All right, our next four. We got Anya Taylor-Joy. And her bangs. Nah, she ain't got the bangs okay. for this. Whatever. Unless you want her to have the bangs in whatever movie she's in. No, thank Ashley you. Ashley Benson. Leslie Jones and Kate Winslet. Dang. And just know, before I scratch it out and put Kate Winslet, it was Chrissy Metz. But then I felt like I felt I was setting it up for something very mean. So I, so I was Would nice enough to scratch it, scratch it out. And then your movies are Pirates of the Caribbean. She definitely wouldn't have been in that. Mission Impossible. This is Mission Impossible to sit down in a chair and not break <laughs> Suicide it. Suicide Squad. <laughs> Never mind. And Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> so we got Suicide Squad, Terminator, Pirates Mission of the Impossible. Caribbean, yeah. Mission Impossible. You got Anya Taylor-Joy, Ashley Benson, Leslie Jones, Kate Winslet. Let's start with, let's get Leslie Jones out the way. <laughs> Do I want, not Mission Impossible. She couldn't play uh Tom Cruise, one of Tom Cruise's team members. He does always need a black person, but no thanks. Uh, we have who's the other? Who's the last Her two? and Pirates of the Caribbean will be the worst. <laughs> Suicide Squad and Terminator. Terminator ain't on the hottest of streaks right now, so she gonna play a small role <laughs> in Terminator, where she will be. Some computer person. <laughs> Black people. <laughs> somebody who, who works at Skynet. These movies always have to play computer person. <laughs> yeah. Somebody who works at, like, this, and this one, Skynet's a legit, like, company. I don't <laughs> care what year you put it in. She playing Skynet, and she's, like, a funny, uh, funny working villain there. Okay. Okay, we got Dra- uh, Price of the Caribbean. Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible. Suicide Squad. Anya, Ashley, Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet, I would put in Mission Impossible. She would play okay. a villain. Not the type of villain she played in Triple uh, Nine, one without an accent. Oh, yeah, she wasn't. Because <laughs> she's a great actress, but I really prefer her not have 
one of those type of accents. Kate Winslet needs to be the villain of the next Fast and Furious, but I could see that because Charlize <laughs> Ther- Theron did a good job, so I wouldn't, wouldn't mind seeing that. And why is she got out from behind the DJ booth? <laughs> That's who that is. God, thank. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Okay, I can't even. Okay, sings, aka hit Netflix show. Oh yeah, that was a show I was supposed to watch. Her YouTube was funny. Um, so we got Ashley Benson and dang, I'm blanking on the other one. Anya uh, Taylor Joy with Pirates of the Caribbean and Suicide Squad. It's a tough one. <sighs> It's because of Ashley Benson, <laughs> who makes it very tough. Because originally, I would have had Ashley Benson playing Sarah Clark <laughs> in a young, a young reboot version, but this is tough because Anya Taylor-Joy got kind of like the Pirates of the Caribbean vibe. But then that puts Ashley Benson in Suicide Squad. And I don't want her to be in Suicide Squad. But her in Pirates of the Caribbean would also be awful. <laughs> she got... Anya Taylor, I don't even. <laughs> you know, I would put Ashley Benson in Suicide Squad because she gonna learn from Will Smith. She gonna pick his brain. She might mess around, and get him a divorce from uh, Jada, like Margot Robbie almost did on whatever yeah, that Margo. Focus, whatever that now movie she's was. To whoever it is, so she gonna be in Suicide Squad, not as a character, or not as like a comic book character. <laughs> she gonna play like the Scott Eastwood role. <laughs> that he played just a nobody uh, but she gonna be like one of the little guards or whatever but this time they had they just decided to get a woman and then Anya Taylor-Joy gonna team up with Johnny Depp again <laughs> and she's gonna play um, people think it's gonna be like is this his daughter or not type of joint you kind of find out at the end they not related but they go on another escapade of wildly quirky adventures like he always goes on I don't know why that reminded me of the rest of development where Jason Bateman's real life sister, or sister Justine Bateman, was playing his love interest on one of the episodes. Who's his wife? Or which one was she? She. It was that one episode. I can't even remember the specific theme of that episode, but his sister in real life was playing his love interest on the show. Okay. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> nah, nasty. Look, look that up to see who it was. That um, those series of episodes with Charlize Theron was hilarious. Was funny, Mister F. <laughs> uh, so yes. So Anya Taylor Joy, she's gonna be in Pirates of the Caribbean. All right, so Anya in Pirates, Ashley Benson in Suicide Squad, Leslie Jones in Terminator, Kate Winslet in Mission Impossible. Moving on to our final round, we got Taika Watiti, if that's how you say it, <laughs> Tyler Perry, uh, Ava uh, Duvernay, Duvernay, and Steven Spielberg. Your franchises are Star Trek, Planet of the Apes, Men in Black. And then Rocky Creed. This is very tough because every one of those I can put Tyler Perry in, but it just depends on which one I want to make bad. <laughs> you said Star Trek. Star Trek. I could put him in there because he already got he's already familiar with the, the franchise. Yeah, he's in one. Planet of the Apes. That's self explanatory. Men in Black. He black, and he's allegedly a man. And um, what was the last one? Rocky Creed. Yeah, I don't want. He's black and it's Creed, but I don't want to do with that. We already got to deal with uh, Sylvester Stallone writing so and fast. directing. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Coogan was like, 
I probably won't be able to direct Sylvester Stallone. I got, I'll write and direct the whole thing and <laughs> star in it. We don't need you any longer. <laughs> and Michael B. will put you in this one, but the third one is going to be it's called me. Creed 3, but it ain't going to happen. It's going to be me again. All right. This is tough. Let's start with Steven Spielberg. I don't know why I feel... Did he produce... I don't know why it feels like he either produced or directed a Star Trek movie before, but I know he hasn't. <laughs> but I'm going to have to put him with Star Trek. I feels like it's up his lane. The Star Trek series is good. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. Uh, the Star Trek franchise has been good, even though I didn't really like Star Trek Beyond as much as like the critics and stuff did. So... To keep him in his comfort zone, he's too old to be taking risks like that. So, <laughs> put him with that. And Mr. Uh, T.W., I would put him with Men in Black. Okay. Because Men in Black is known for its comedy and its sci-fi-ness and its action. So, this guy, based off of Thor, he can bring the colors, he can bring the comedy, and he can bring the action in, a, in like a fun manner, so seeing him pair up with Will Smith again mm-hmm. and Josh Brolin again, I don't know how they would write the story with that. <laughs> they wouldn't even have to do with time travel or nothing. Just act like that was them too. <laughs> or jo- Josh Brolin from the past comes to the future, makes old Tommy Lee Jones just vanish into thin air, and they just go on with their lives. And then and leaves us with Tyler Perry and Ava. Ava DuVernay, she's... Ah, this is tough. Um, because if you put her on the one that seems like it'd fit her the most, that puts Tyler Perry in a yeah. predicament way. <laughs> I'm going to put Ava DuVernay with Creed. Hello? And we got the, the movie we've all been waiting for. And I'm only Tyler putting Tyler Perry. Perry's Planet of the Apes. <laughs> and he's, he's having an ape and drag in this movie. <laughs> and the only reason I'm doing that is we got three... Good movies in the Caesar trilogy. I think, now the Medea trilogy yeah, of Planet of the Apes movies. With the transition, I think the transition is going to go only but down. <laughs> I was surprised that we got three very good or very great Planet of the Apes movies. So that I can't. I don't want to overstep my boundaries and ask for too much more. So if Andy Serkis is going to leave, he <laughs> exits stage left. Tyler Perry ex- or enter- enters stage right and brings a whole bunch of people from his movies. Talking Michael Jai White playing Lance the Gross main is. ape. Yeah, Lance Gross doing mocap as one of the side <laughs> apes. Uh, one of the twin black girls from his Why Did I Get Married series. She gonna be the loud ape. So, yeah. Okay, so we got Taika Waititi's Men in Black. We got Tyler Perry's Planet of the Apes. We got Ava DuVernay's Creed. We got Steven Spielberg's Star Trek. All I should have right. made Steven Spielberg do Creed. <laughs> <laughs> so that is franchise player for this week. Woo! Yikes! Uh-huh. Huh? What else? Blue's Clues. I wanna yell. Whoa! Free Meek. Whoa. Psych. <laughs> he got two to four. He, he be aight. <laughs> all right. Gotta go by in no time. Of course, he gonna miss Christmas and next Christmas. 
and possibly, possibly next, next Christmas, Christmas and, and maybe possibly Christmas after that. <laughs> but then once we get those over with, he'll be back flossing on the gram, he'll be back bikes, home, committing crimes, <laughs> going back, get on house arrest. If he don't just stop. Oh yeah, because that judge did not like him. All right, so before we get on to the topics for this uh, episode, last week uh, started this thing where we take one of the actors who's been in the spotlight for this week, take one of his movies, and then enter that into a bracket I'm going to do down the line. So last week we did Bella Thorne, and we chose her best movie. This week we're going to take Chris Hemsworth, and we all know what one of his best movies are. <laughs> so we're going to take one of his worst movies. Okay. All right, so I'm going to go down his filmography, starting with Star Trek, A Perfect Getaway, some film by the name of Cash, <laughs> Thor, The Cabin in the Woods, The Avengers, Snow White and the Huntsman, mm-hmm. Red Dawn, <laughs> mm-hmm. Star Trek in the Darkness, Rush, Thor the Dark World, Black Hat, Avengers Age of Ultron, Vacation, in the heart of the sea. I forgot he was in vacation. Mm-hmm. Hilarious. The Huntsman Winter's War, Ghostbusters, Doctor Strange, Thor Ragnarok, and yeah, that's all he's been up to up to this point. Okay. So what would you say is his worst film? What was Red Dying in with that movie with Josh Peck in it? Yep. To be to be to keep it real. Keep it one hundo. That movie actually wasn't bad. It did bad, and it was yeah, and it was forgettable. All right, so we can do. We can take a step by step. Star Trek or a Perfect Getaway? Which one's worse? Can't remember Perfect Getaway. He he played the villain. It was with him and uh, oh girl from uh, Resident Evil. I would say. Oh yeah. The movie wasn't whack. But it's not memorable, and it definitely wasn't better than Star Trek. Yeah, so that one so far. Have you? I don't think any of one of us heard of Cash. I actually haven't. So I don't even want to put that on the list. First of all, Jolly Rancher Pop Tarts is nasty. Sounds nasty. They're wild. This new craze that they got with Jolly Ranchers from they catch flays, their yeah, slogan, like and the Jolly Rancher Pop Tarts. Gotta have my Jollies. <laughs> Both of them are wild. <laughs> all right, so Perfect Getaway or Thor. Perfect Getaway is worse. Okay, Perfect Getaway, The Cabin in the Woods. Perfect Getaway. <laughs> the Avengers. Perfect Getaway. All right, Perfect Getaway or Snow White and the Huntsman. No, I don't see. I've seen that. I don't think I've seen that movie. I saw it. It wasn't whack, but I broke up a marriage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> I would side just with the fact that it was detrimental. I would yeah. go with Snow White and the Huntsman. Yeah. Even though the cast was good. All right, so Snow White and the Huntsman or Red Dawn? See, that I can't get Josh Peck out of my head. I would go with Red Dawn then. <laughs> Red Dawn or Star Trek Into Darkness? All right, John. Red Dawn or Rush? Red Dawn. Red we know Dawn. why you like Rush. Because <laughs> well, it's a good movie. Uh, Red Dawn or Thor The Dark World? Red Dawn. Now, here's a movie I know we both haven't seen. But based off of reviews, it was pretty bad. Red Dawn or Black Hat? I'm going to go Black Hat because of the reviews. A movie called Black Hat. <laughs> and it just, it's a little whack. What was that movie? 
that the I know Anthony Mackie had to have been there. But they were like, not time traveling, but they would wear hats. What was this? Anthony Mackie what in a is hat that? wearing movie. And they weren't time traveling? I don't know. I can't even describe this movie. Was Chris Hemsworth in it? This was about to be impossible to think <laughs> of. I know I ain't tripping. A movie with Anthony Mackie and hats. hats. I'm going to type that in too. Anthony Mackie and hat movie. They're going to be like, oh, you talking about such and such. <laughs> Anthony Mackie in a hat. Was it Matt Damon in this? Oh, um, with uh, Emily Blunt. But what is... I can't remember anything. Because I think we saw this movie. We went... Because that was when we was going all the way up to that one mall. Oh, yeah. And seeing all the movies. The something. The Adjustment Bureau. Yep. He definitely did, did have a hat on in that movie. <laughs> that, that movie should be called Black Hat. <laughs> That's <laughs> sad. The only memorable thing from that movie is hat. Anthony Mackie's hat. <laughs> Anthony Mackie hat movie. <laughs> wasn't he a cop in that movie? Or I something? think so. <laughs> what were they traveling through? Because it wasn't time. That's what it. <laughs> the fact I that sad. that movie's hard to explain is why. Uh, I mean, it wasn't a it, bad it movie. Starred Matt Damon and Emily Blunt, <laughs> but yet time travel Anthony Mackie hat movie is what I could get. <laughs> It was hard enough to think that Matt Damon was in it. Oh yeah, there's a I can't remember if it was that movie, but something. By the way, Science of Suburbicon. Was that a wide release? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, we're doing where Suburbicon. That's the new because that made a million dollars. The Cohen Brothers. I didn't like uh, the last movie that came out last year with uh, Josh Brolin and Channing and Scarlett and. Oh yeah, and your boy. Oh yeah, bad actor. <laughs> the, 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 he stole the show in that movie. But they they lucky they got classics under their belt. Cause but lately they I ain't seen Supercon yet, so I can't really judge. But a million dollars. <laughs> and it was wirely with Matt Damon in it. And I ain't the biggest Matt Damon fan, but he can give you some money. <laughs> At least ten. <laughs> yeah, one. In a week where only Thor really came out, and it, last week, what was it, like, Boo was the big movie? Yeah. This didn't make too much more than, uh, uh... Or Jigsaw was last week. Uh, what was that? Amityville Horror. Yeeks. Okay, so, we're saying Black Hat is worse than Red Dawn, right? <laughs> yeah. Alright, Black Hat, Age of Ultron, I don't need to do that. Uh, Black Hat, Vacation. Black Hat, Vacation was funny. Black Hat, In the Heart of the Sea. I don't remember what this movie is. I'm going to go Black Hat. I call it the Moby Dick movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that had Tom Holland in it. That wasn't that good either, but I would still still assume Black Hat was worse. The Huntsman Winter's War. Surely I haven't seen that. So I'm going to go Black Hat. <laughs> this is where it gets a little tricky for me because <laughs> Huntsman's was... <laughs> Winter War was a hot garbage. <laughs> All right, so I know what I'm for a great cast, they added Emily Blunt. They brought back Charlize Theron. They had they turned this into a Chris Hemsworth movie. Oh yeah, that was yeah. And movie with Bubba. So <laughs> I would just say that because I remember that movie being whack, and I, we ain't seen Black Hat yet. Black Hat. So you, we gonna ride with Winter's yeah. War. All right, Winter. This is, this is another good matchup. Huntsman, Winter's War, or Ghostbusters. No. 
So never seen that. I haven't seen all of Ghost but Lady Ghostbusters. Because I like to call it Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah, this this is a tough one, but I would still say the huntsman is worse. Because <laughs> yeah. at least he was hilarious in Ghostbusters. That's true. And I can't say that he did a good job in the huntsman. <laughs> Alright, so then we got Doctor Strange next. Uh, uh Huntsman. And then Thor Ragnarok. Huntsman, clearly. Alright, so, so this is the best movie of all time just came out. It could be. Between it's, Well, not if you take away like the Avenger movie, not counting. His yeah, best yeah, definitely him movies. Of, yeah, him oh yeah, him leading. I would definitely say that. Yeah, I would say that's better than Cabin of Woods, but Cabin of Woods was a great movie. Uh, all right, so for this week, Chris Hemsworth movie that he will be tossing into the the bracket that will be named later is The Huntsman Winner's War. So we'll see next week what movie we do and what actor we'll be doing it with. All right, time to move on to some topics for this week's episode. We got, or you got something you want to start out with? Nope. All right, before we get into some uh, actual stuff, I was looking at this website, and it was, like, um, putting, like, their top ten Marvel team-ups that they would like to see in future movies. So I'm going to read them off to you, and I want you to tell me your favorite of these, and then tell me what what, uh, team-up you would like to see. So mm-hmm. first up, we have. They would want to see Doctor Strange and Scarlet Witch. Just because magic and stuff. I guess. <laughs> and then next we have Black Panther and Black Widow. So just because the name Black. <laughs> and I guess maybe because they uh, wear black and they got they just fight with. Hands and has a reach as in last place so far. All right, so you going with Doctor Strange and Scarlet yeah. Witch? All right, next up, the Hawk and Iron Man. I'm assuming Iron Man more in his Hawkbuster uh, suit. I mean, that'll be entertaining. So I guess that over the little magical one they had, Doctor Strange and Scarlet Witch. All yeah. right, mind you, these are full movies. So yeah, full I'll, movies I'll be, of them pairing. Yeah, up. I'm not doing a full uh, Iron. I mean, uh, Doctor Strange and Scarlet Witch movie. All right. So next we have Drax and the Vision. Why? Green? Uh, they know stuff based off of colors and <laughs> names. Trying to see if they give an explanation. Um, Drax's deadpan delivery and inability to comprehend, comprehend sarcasm makes him ripe to appear alongside any other hero, but positioning him with the all knowledgeable and equally social, socially awkward vision is perfect. Not no full movie unless it's gonna be just a hilarious comedy. <laughs> so still, what was it, Hawk and Iron Man? Yeah. All right. Next we have the Winter Soldier and Rocket. Why? They said uh, <laughs> Bucky and Rocket, however, are two peas in a pod as weapon obsessed explosion enthusiasts. Nah. Plus, Bucky's sad boy aesthetic will be a verbal cannon fodder for Rocket's insults. Nope. <laughs> All right, so Hawk and Iron Man still. Next, we got Ant-Man and Groot. I mean, that could be entertaining. But you, you, I mean, you ain't picking it over Hawk and Iron Man. All right. 
And then next we have, I know you're going to love this one, Thor and Gamora. Why? And they said, <laughs> um, especially because, so putting her in the, uh, and putting her and Odin's son together makes the most sense, especially because two of them have probably heard of each other's people, but never seen one in the flesh. It's also tough to beat the one-two punch of a hammer and a sword from two very capable fighters. I mean, I'm sure it'll be funny, but nah. <laughs> All right, still the Hulk and Iron Man in the lead. Yes. Next, we have the Falcon and the Wasp. This would possibly be the boringest. Matthew and Evangeline Lily. No, thank you. Yeah. But is this your choice to dethrone? Nope. All right. I do one where it's two of the main Avengers, and then all these other ones got weird, odd pairings. They was probably running out. All right. Next, we have Captain Marvel and War Machine. See, y'all was close <laughs> until y'all paired Brie Larson up with uh, Don Cheadle. I can picture them starring in a different movie together. Yeah, but that'd be perfectly fine. A serious movie, but not this. So, are you going with that one? Nah. All right, still the Hulk and uh, Iron Man. Next up, we have Captain America and Spider-Man. I just think Iron Man and Hulk will be funny together, but Captain America and Spider-Man, that action could be sweet. And then seeing Spider-Man's uh, goofy, childlike personality go against Mr. Goody Two-Shoes and um, Steve? Steve Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> that would be I'm interesting. Gonna, but I'm going to go with that one just to... We already got a bunch of Iron Man ones. All right, so Captain America and Spider-Man dethrone Hawk and Iron Man. You sure you don't want to go with, like... Ant-Man and nah. or, uh, the Falcon and the Wasp. Yeah, that's crazy. All right, so what like uh, Avengers pairing would you want to see in a full movie if that one isn't your favorite? I mean, if Thor Ragnarok don't count, then just another Thor Hawk. Uh, what else? Star-Lord and Iron Man if you do it in space. Okay. Uh all right, moving away from duo, let's do trio. What trio? I don't see if I can make up some dudes. Spider Man, Ant Man, and the Wasp. Bugs. <laughs> okay. Uh, if somebody gave you a million dollars, no, I'm sorry, a hundred million dollars, told you. You can have any one of the Marvel characters that is in the MCU, any three of them. What movie are you banking on being the best <laughs> quality and most successful with your hundred men? It'll just basically your... be another Avengers movie. I'll do like Captain America, Iron Man, and Thor. Okay. <laughs> I can see it. If I had to choose a trio, I would probably choose Iron Man. Um... Off the top of my head, the only thing that's coming to me is seeing Iron Man and then Spider-Man pair back up, and then you throw, like, a a rocket in there. <laughs> I don't know what planet they would be on, <laughs> uh, but I can see an Iron Man, his witty remarks. We already saw how he interacted with a young child and uh, <laughs> Peter Parker, then having an animal 
who is, you know, violent, angry, and funny, and always making jokes, seeing him pair up with those two other different type of humors would be interesting. I don't know if it would make the best movie, <laughs> but when it comes to jokes and chemistry, it would be interesting to see how that play out. All right, moving on to some sad news of the week. Switching off from Marvel for a second. Mm-hmm. Your boy Tyrese. We ain't going to talk about him crying over his daughter. Tyrese said he is not coming back to do Fast 9 if Dwayne The Rock Johnson comes back (laughs) as well. He is out of control. He's been baby-stepping up to this point. He's been making uh, posts and threats and remarks about Dwayne Johnson. Now he took it a step further and said he is not going to do the next Fast and the Furious movie if Dwayne The Rock Johnson well, comes back as Black well. Ty, With, they picking The Rock over you every day. <laughs> With that said, how are they going to get rid of Roman Pierce in this movie? They got two options because if they want to really spite Tyrese, they could just not mention him in the next one. Right. Kill him off. Like I said, was it? Did I say that off air on the episode? Where I said they can kill, they can kill him in the same car crash. Oh, I think that was on the episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so they kill him in a car off screen or on screen. Have like a black stunt double play him in the car. Yeah, they can show from the back there's a bald black dude car. I can't control the car, but they ain't gonna be seeking his revenge. You're like, dang, Roman died. <laughs> All right, this is crazy. Like, just the family is self-destructing. Yeah, it's, it's the Rock's fault. <laughs> Probably because yeah. he's such a big star. They yeah. got Vin Diesel fooling away, but Vin Diesel cares about the fans. He got self-control. Now Tyrese, on the other hand, oh, my, this is crazy. You gonna leave Ludacris there by yourself? Yeah, you can't leave Ludo. That's why you gotta bring in Scott Muscutty. All right, so they're gonna come in, kill um, kill Roman Pierce off in a car. Mm. Have his cousin, Kid Cuddy, <laughs> from the Need, uh, for, Need Speed for Speed franchise. He comes like the funeral. He like, yo, I heard a lot about you guys. If you need some help with whatever. I'm, I'm got you. Mm-hmm. And then when he starts his first day, he comes in with another guy. He went, hey, oh, this is my boy Aaron Paul. I don't remember his character's name. <laughs> <laughs> White guy. And then Vin Diesel walks up, mumbles. <laughs> we can always use another driver. And then Aaron and Paul mumbles when, back. Yeah. <laughs> and then they got to get rid of Scott Eastwood somehow because yeah, bring bye. in Aaron Paul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there ain't no need for you, Scott. Like, I feel like he gonna, Scott Eastwood's going to be that type of character in uh, the specific room that's coming up. <laughs> Forgettable star of the movie. But, all right. Anything else you want to say about Tyrese and his antics going on with this Fast and Furious world? Do you see Do you see a resolution coming? Do you actually think he's going to be in the movie? I hope so. Uh, I don't know what has to happen to get this to work, but I'm hoping he's in it. If you had to put your money on him being in it, not being in it where are you going I'll put it on being in it somehow alright I have faith and if he doesn't come back do you see them coming for a, res- a resolution for the big 10 
Because you can't, they can't destroy, they can't just destroy the family and then have everything just be crumbled by the 10th movie. Y'all made it all the way to 10. Y'all better come to a happy medium and everybody come back. Even the brothers who played Paul Walker in Furious 7. Y'all better, y'all made it to 10. Just like y'all did in 5, y'all better do it again for 10. They should have a scene in it. Where it's like the scene in Age of Ultron where all the Avengers is fighting <laughs> fighting the robot. I want all the uh, family members that have been in an entire series <laughs> fighting off. Whether they're going to be like Transformers or something. <laughs> with Vin Diesel with a crowbar mm-hmm. and Ludacris typing stuff up real fast. and it, I'm All not- of them. Even uh, Han. Is that the Chinese dude's name? In the movie, yeah. yeah. I don't know what his name is in real life. Uh, Wonder Woman. Yeah, they really should. They should, you know. Resurrect him from the dead. Tyrese should. He should take a break from this movie. Learn yeah, that Transformers, Transformers ain't going on no more. You need this franchise. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. Uh, take my eyes off of this. We they, they maybe they need a break from you so you can calm down. You get your whole personal mm-hmm. life situated. You realize like oh, I was wild and I need this check. Then that makes the tenth movie even more special. You go out with a bang. You bring him back. You got Jordana back. You got the Walker brothers. You got mm-hmm. the Rock. You got both Shaw brothers. You got Charlize Theron. She comes back. You got a Han. Bow Wow. Bow Wow. Jarl. Lucas, whatever his name is. I don't even know if that's his first name. He doesn't necessarily <laughs> need to come back when everybody else comes back. Gal Gadot. Uh, Tago and Sago, whatever yeah. the two. Hey. And Gal Gadot, she can come back like how um, Obi-Wan Kenobi was doing. He was, <laughs> was doing it in the first Star Wars trilogy. He's dead, but he was talking to him uh-huh. still. They could do that. She could put the robe on and everything. She could do it from the set of Wonder Woman. <laughs> so... This is this is just sad. This movie started out low, went down. Was able to go back up. Mm-hmm. Peaked at Furious Seven, and then everything just started going downhill again from there. Hopefully, they can peak by the time we get to ten. If we even get to ten, we get to ten. I don't care if Vin Diesel got to <laughs> do it himself towards the <laughs> uh, just Vin Diesel in. Fast and the Furious 10. And he just fights everybody. That'd be an action fact movie. I'll watch it. <laughs> All right, moving on. Your boy, Brett Ratner. Name his, my boy, his, Mr. Fondos. Dang, everybody coming out to be Mr. Fondos. They killing Kevin Spacey. <laughs> he nasty. Lord Jesus. He was fondling. Fired. He was fondling every male on that House of Cards set. <laughs> Got that show. <laughs> Halted. Then got it possibly being canceled. Then him getting fired. Oh my gosh! It's Kevin sad. Spacey, your career is over. His movies that he already shot ain't coming up. That is his <laughs> Oscar campaign done. This is that's crazy. He even came out as gay through the whole thing, and people was like, "But you're just doing that to save yourself uh-huh. from all and these we allegations." Knew. He that's... told us something we knew. <laughs> Dang, I bet you all the real top-tier actors who've done nasty stuff on the low probably terrified. Uh-huh, they're coming, because this is the new thing now, yeah. exposing everybody. Should Jessica Chastain just came out about Brian Singer, because somebody... Uh, mm, even you did something besides? Yeah, they, he said something way back in the 90s, and then in 2014 or 15, something came up, but either it got dropped or it got resolved, but... She was saying something about that, and then somebody on Twitter was like, um, you're in a movie that he's producing, 
And then she said, I didn't know he was producing that, and I never had an interaction, interaction with him. Which makes me think, you be going into movies not knowing who producing the movies you're doing? <laughs> yeah. That seems kind of odd, but okay. Man, it's going to be impossible to make movies without one of the people Man. on the movie set being uh, nasty. Yeah, somebody's Harvey Weinstein and somebody around them offices, so. <laughs> hey, I'm just hoping none of the top tier ones that I like get into okay. some trouble. Like if Will Smith was uh, doing something crazy with, who could he do a movie with? His son? Jaden. <laughs> Or uh, Robert Downey Jr. doing something crazy, or uh, uh, Leo don't do that type of stuff. He he gets too many girls. (laughs) He on too many boats and yachts. Yeah, even when you do stuff on yachts, it don't count. (laughs) So whatever. (laughs) If he sexually assaulted a lady on a yacht, nobody could hear a scream from that far. (laughs) (laughs) And they wouldn't even say it. They would blame it on Toby. Yeah, Toby did it. Toby Jonah down there acting crazy. Jonah Hill, back when he was heavy. I'm sure. Yeah, ain't nobody I'm talking sure. to him. I'm sure he did something. Yeah. Back when he did that movie, Accept It, with, uh, with Justin Long. Remember him? Yes. <laughs> he was in Tusk. Do you remember that oh, movie? Yeah. <laughs> Lord Jesus, Kevin G. Kevin. Kevin. Kevin can wait. On CBS without uh, Aaron <laughs> Hayes because they killed her off. That's that's extreme. Uh, yeah, that show might get canceled after the season. But what is the the uh, Jay and Silent Bob? Oh, Kevin Smith. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was one of his movies. Um, so back to your boy Brett Ratner. Um, his Hugh Hefner movie has been put on hold, of course, because of these sexual allegations from six yeah, right different movie. women. Jared Leto's reps immediately came out and said, we was never attached to this movie, (laughs) and we're not going to do this movie. Oh, my gosh. Because if you remember a couple episodes back, we talked about how he joined this movie. It's like Hugh Hefner. Nobody sign on for that. All right, so with all that being said, who's getting allegations thrown at them next? We've already got uh, Harvey, uh, Kevin. Who's that other dude? James Cameron catching one. I would not be surprised <laughs> if catching one on the average. Michelle Rodriguez likes to speak up. She yeah. gonna say something. And Avatar is such a. If he don't catch one now, why they're shooting these four movies back to back? He's yep. definitely catching something. Yep. So James Cameron is good for one. Let me see if I can think of anybody else. Tyler Perry might catch one on himself. Yeah, he's probably. Now, all the Tyler Perry's, I feel like his stuff was out. <laughs> he gonna he gonna accuse himself of treating yeah. himself badly. Uh, who else? I can't think of nobody. Dang, Brett Ratner? Certain what? ones I just can't see. Brett Ratner, based on how he looks, I for sure see him. The but things he did. What about Jackie Chan? Because you know there's like a... Uh, language barrier there. Nah, so. Jackie Chan ain't with that. <laughs> there could be some miscon- uh, misconstruing going on in there. I mean, who else could do something? Nah, Matt Damon don't do that stuff. Ben Affleck obviously does. <laughs> what about Johnny Depp? Because, you know, he looked like he already beat his wife. Johnny Depp definitely already did something crazy. Johnny Depp. Who else is there? Let me just go through some movies in my head. Go 
Let's go of the big uh who do we got? We got Theo, Jaya, Miles, Nat, and then we'll throw Romney in there. Of those five, which one do you see catching an allegation charge? Or who do you see think is most likely to catch Theo's an allegation face charge? Tells me if a girl turns him down, he'll get upset and take what he asks for. But off of what I'm hearing from the streets, not many uh, females look at Theo as one of the ugly types. He seems like he can get it. So anyway. what are you saying? I said from the streets. Nah. Jaya Courtney the had... the streets your nah, just subconscious? The, just the streets. Jaya Courtney had a pierced uh, eyebrow in the Diversion series. That's because he's an actor. I ain't defending Jaya Courtney. <laughs> <laughs> Jaya Courtney. Jai Courtney probably did it back in his college days. We ain't got no. Okay. All right, so you got Romney, Nat. Who knows what Romney does? <laughs> Nat. That wolf is too young to be get if he gets himself in any of that type of shenanigans. <laughs> this is like old people yeah, level crimes. Yeah, you got time go by. Who was the, who was the, last, who was the other <laughs> person I said? Theo, Jaya, Nat, Romney. Did I only say four? <laughs> who else is on the little? It ain't. Oh, Miles. Miles. Yeah, to keep it a buck in 20 years, <laughs> I can see Miles Teller doing something uh, Miles, fishy. Miles might have did something that's going to come out d- down the line. <laughs> Miles yeah. Teller. Top executives. Kevin Feig don't if play he, that. If he did, I'd, I'd be mad. Very depressing. Then maybe like, uh, what's his name? Jeff Geoff Jones yeah. runs DC yeah. over there. Zack Snyder might have. Man, he better not do nothing wrong. Yeah, he already dealing with this tragedy in his family. He better remember that whenever he makes decisions in life. Is the credits on Justice League going to say directed by Zack Snyder and? I think it's just going to say Zack Snyder. Oh, so but the movie has changed drastically since. Uh... I think they're just giving Josh Wheaton a big old writing credit and probably a bunch of money to say, just let Zack Snyder have this directing credit. Dang, they're going to be like, man, Zack Snyder changed his camera angles. And- no, they're going to be like, Zack Snyder did a good job. He's going to mess around and get nominated for an Oscar. <laughs> He's going to accept an award. Act like Josh didn't have anything to do with it. Like when Sylvester Stallone went up and accepted his Creed Awards. Act like Ryan Coogler and Michael B. Oh, didn't yeah, exist. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> who's this the dude from uh, 21 Pilots I don't know who that is I don't know who either of these people are I don't know who none three of them are <laughs> just a random hey, MTV TV Rife. show going on that's Matt Rife in the middle with the costume one uh huh hmm. okay alright moving on to another white person your boy Dakry Montgomery we all know him from playing Red, Red Ranger, Ranger. He might be playing Nightwing based off this since-deleted <laughs> since deleted tweet where he just uh, posted a picture of Nightwing and put like dot, dot, dot or something. And then um, the director, Adam McKay or whatever, he's gearing up for that because he's putting that all over like his social media and stuff. So if Daiquiri gets the Nightwing row, are you in favor of that casting? That should be fine. Based off of his decent performance as the Red Ranger, and I guess he get good reviews from Stranger Things, and he had the long hair. Who's that? Oh no, who this is? And he had the long hair, so he seemed like he can do it. He's in shape. 
Might as well, and I don't care about who DC does, what they do after some of their castings. I mean, they cast Zachary Levi as Shazam. <laughs> we don't so, know. That could be perfect. We ain't know yet. They could. <laughs> I doubt it. Right, not. But, um. Zachary Levi and The Rock. Yeah. If they have a fight scene and Zachary Levi gets Beats the best of The Rock. You, they already made Batman tear up Superman. Rewatching that whack fight. I was just like, <laughs> like when he has, I know when he has kryptonite in his system, he's, his body's so not used to it that it just becomes super weak, <laughs> but at least make it weak enough to where he's human level to where yeah. they could have an actual fight and it's not just Batman beating him up the whole time. But, um, yeah, I would think Dakry Montgomery is like right at that level where you want, he'd probably be nice and cheap. He needs this type of role to kick his career off. He did good in Power Rangers, so he's, he's it won't be weird to see him doing an action movie. And he has the, like the right build and stuff, so I wouldn't be mad at the row. Not too small, not too big. Yeah. So I'll be fine with it. And then um, before we move on to the punishment segment... News broke or has been reported that uh, D- Disney might be buying 21st Century Fox. Please, let's do it. And a majority and a lot of their properties underneath that, excluding like the the some of the TV stuff and the sporting crap. So if they did that and they acquired all the Marvel properties under their belt now, are they keeping? What they got, what they've already built over there, and keeping it separate, are they bringing it all into their cinematic universe and blowing it up and starting from the beginning? Now, if the properties, certain properties, if Disney buys them and they send all the their Marvel stuff directly to the Marvel uh, crew that does the cinematic universe movies, they blowing it up. With the exception of they're gonna ask Hugh Jackman off the strength. They ain't blowing up Deadpool, mm-hmm. and they will try to get Hugh Jackman back. Are they still keeping Deadpool? Are they still gonna make? Are they gonna make that join the MCU? Or are they gonna let that be separate? I think they make it make them join it to extent. Just little small cameos are allow Deadpool to reference uh, uh, Marvel characters from the cinematic universe. Out of X Men, they crossing over. But I'm hoping that when Marvel gets their hands on it, they're able to keep it basic, keep it to about five X-Men for the first one, not a thousand of them mutants running around. Yeah, they would have to start from back in, what was it, 99 when the first X-Men movie came out? Yeah. See, just beyond the fact that I want all these characters to be able to join up and be like reference or be in the same movie, I just want to, I want them to get those properties because Marvel's running thin like kind of when you think of like their movie properties that they have to deal with, they've already did Iron Man, mm-hmm. they did Thor, they did Captain America, they did Ant Man, which did at the beginning of Doctor Strange. They're doing Black Panther. Now they start reaching like the Captain Marvels and the Guardians. They might mess around and try in humans again. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like ten, fifteen years down the line, once we get the taste of this TV show out of our mouth. Um, <laughs> So the and then so they're starting to reach for smaller properties and they're only they're only like being buzzed about off the strength that Marvel is just so good at making movies anything that they do is gonna be 
um, definitely anticipated. And then when you take properties, people don't know much about that kind of like can up the anticipation. Cause it's almost like you're getting a, uh, original movie from them, but you're really not. So seeing them actually get like a big property, like X-Men or fantastic four, something along those lines and see what they'll be able to do with it. I think would be just dope in that own respect of things. If they get it in Bioman time, they would Marvel would not make a solo gamut movie. Oh no, that's done. That doesn't fit in with Iron Man, Thor, Captain America, <laughs> even Evans, Captain, no. Captain Marvel. Uh, it doesn't fit with any of that. Channing Tatum will get the quickest boot, just like Joe Magnell or whatever his name Magnolia. is, did with, with Deathstroke. New York, I'm in Lee Rock. So yeah. yeah. So, it'll so be I want them to get it now. I don't want that Gambit movie to come out and then no, like, okay, they still they get it. They got to kick Shannon Tate on the curb. It'll, it's be, this is now, crazy. It's going to be crazy if they get Fantastic Four and Michael B's in the Black Panther series. They would they blowing that up regardless. Uh-huh. Dang, I always like to think who would be playing them. Got to get Anso to play. Human Torch. Human Torch? Yeah, he ain't playing uh, Mr. Fantastic. I guess he could play. There's a new like, picture I saw Ansel. Wearing. Oh, my gosh. Where is this picture at? Ansel is really testing the limits with his uh, his ability to be on the good side of things. And it's also his captions. Like this one says, he got, got so much beef in this rap game. Who is that? I don't know. Is that Jeremy that? Lin? Because if it's Jeremy Lin, he's towering over him. Yeah, this ain't Jeremy. <laughs> this is uh, Jeremy Chan. Is that a guy from Wildin' Out? <laughs> Whatever all his I name know is. is if he drops a rap battle. I kill myself. <laughs> we all know he can sing. Yeah, singing is not the problem. Voice. It's the rapping. I'm already still disturbed by his maybe, maybe not a sarcastic tweet about Stan. Yeah, that was painful. Dang, young kid. I can't look at, listen, or. Watch anything with young people because it's depressing. Like so, I'm gonna just I, I be having to take my Ansel breaks. But these uh, are the Ansel breaks. Yes. We got the urge to play 2K. <laughs> I literally only be playing that once a weekend now. Yeah, I don't like that. It's, I need to take like a whole month sabbatical from work or something. But um, so yeah, just to end off on the Disney conversation, if they buy 20th Century Fox or whatever. They would have Avatar. They would have Avengers. They would have Star Wars. All under one belt. They would be bringing in so much money. <laughs> My, not even to mention like the other little smaller things like Kingsman and stuff like that. All mm-hmm. that would be under them. And then they could, that can cause them to be able to go buy Sony. Yeah, go yeah, run up in their crib with the desis, <laughs> put the mask on, tie them up, make them pass over all their properties and whatnot. It's just uh, Disney is so family friendly, and Fox has non-family friendly entities. I don't want them to go in and try to PG thirteen everything up. Yeah. Some stuff they should just leave it the way it is, but just rack in the cash. Less work for them. They just take the credit and get the money. <laughs> All right, so moving on to the punishment segment. You got somebody you want to put on punishment for this week? Nothing I can think of right now. All right, now, right now I got two nominees. Once again, Kevin Spacey <laughs> for even more allegations of his coming out. And, again, 
for I think the third time, Tyrese, for him giving Fast and the Furious an ultimatum. <laughs> yeah, when you put it like that, I don't want Tyrese to get it. Yeah, but he's he's really been testing the patience. Saw love over here, Tyrese. Look like Ty. Man, what Kevin Spacey, he, what he's been allegedly doing, and how his career has taken a tumble over a week. I ain't ready to give it to Tyrese. Yeah, it's going to Kevin Spacey now. If Tyrese goes one more week. Four is a something month? you can't But yeah. say if he goes a full yeah, month. Go a month. All right, Tyrese, you done. Heisman, the punishment once again. He dodging the bullets off of the respect for Black Tie. This goes to Kevin Spacey for the punishment of this week. For all your constant sexual allegations and Toilet assaults flush. and whatnot, I don't know why you got this urge to grab individuals Man, in places that shouldn't be grabbed, be giggling and you know talking to people however you want. You uh, you already got the look of somebody who's iffy, and you played like a serial killer on Seven. So yeah, everything ain't lining up for you. Okay, is there a rap battle going on? I hope not. Stamp of approval. And she or he is flowing, so. With her with her him Tim boots. So yeah, there ain't really need to be much said about Kevin Spacey and what he's got going on. I would say hopefully they all lies, but his numbers is starting to build up as fast as Bill Cosby's <laughs> numbers was building a bit uh building up next thing you know we're gonna see another magazine cover of all of kevin spacey's victims on the front <laughs> so maybe in the future we'll see like a kevin spacey bill cosby team up biopic where they battling all these allegations nothing gonna be better than my r kelly michael jackson movie r.i.p 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 you done <laughs> killed the club <laughs> shout out to young jay-z <laughs> but all right so kevin spacey you are pace Spacey? Spacey, you're on punishment, hey, sir. Spacey's. Go sit in the corner with your hands under yeah. your legs or something. Cause to, <laughs> prevent your hands. You, to prevent you from doing things you're going to regret in the future. <sighs> All right. So now we're moving on to the Rotten Tomatoes segment of the show. Last week, we did two movies, if I'm not mistaken. We did A Bad Mom's Christmas, and we did Murder on the Orient Express. The Murder on the Orient Express comes out this Thursday evening, so we will resolve that next episode. But we have Bad Moms to uh, talk about or resolve for this episode. First off, I just want to say I don't like what Rotten Tomatoes has added where they have their own TV show now where that's where they announce like the big movies and what the scores are. It took them like a day or two after Bad Moms came out to announce that score. So I guess that kind of helps movies in a way because it doesn't give people that initial like, ugh, if the movie's whack, you could already seen it by now. But still, I'm trying to see my, I'm just, if I go around Tomatoes and your movie's already out and I don't see a score, I'm going to be a little upset. But so for Bat Moms, if you go to Rotten Tomatoes right now, that is sitting at a 31% on -hmm. Rotten Tomatoes. So I gave it a 55%. You gave it a 35%. Giving you the W for Finally. this week was super close to the thirty-one. Uh, what is that? At? All right, 
And I got to do the math all for the combination or the culmination where we're at so far. So I have that should be by next episode. So moving on to this week. Once again, I'll give you the opportunity to do one movie or two movies. Got to do two. Got to play catch up or just look. I'm already losing. So. All right. Well, this is not really necessarily two. This is just one movie this week and one movie next week. We, yeah, we definitely got to do this next week movie because we don't want any, uh, no reviews to slip by us. But uh, yeah. first up, we got Daddy's Home. What are you giving Daddy's Home? Starring Will Ferrell in a sequel he shouldn't have done. And Mark Wahlberg. And Mel... I might try to find a pack of individuals to rape Shouldn't my wife, movies. Gibson. Man, that just shows you. If you got the talent, you can say whatever you want. It'll be back. I'm going to go 40%. 40%? Yeah. All right, you're going 40% for Daddy's Home. I'm going 30%. <laughs> I didn't really like the original or the first one. It was funny, but... Will Ferrell is like one of the best comedic actors, so this just was not on par with what he was, what he's capable of doing and what he's done in the past. So we'll see. Um, all right, so you're giving forty percent for Daddy's Home. I'm giving thirty percent. All right, moving on to next week, we have a little movie by the name of Justice League that's finally going to hit theaters. This is difficult. This what? is this is uh, the hardest one. What we've are done you? Yet. <laughs> what are you giving Justice League? I need one second. DC's all or nothing movie. <laughs> Before still over here talking about a solo Flash movie and a all that goes, solo Cyborg movie. All that stops if we don't get a good Justice League. Not even a good, a tolerable Justice League movie. It'd just be all Wonder Woman from now on. <laughs> Why do I have this number in my head? I the number it, that immediately came to my head was in the 60s, and that's not good. That was the same area I came up when I was thinking about it earlier. The first number that came to my head was 60%. <laughs> so that's what I'm riding with. I'm going to ride with 60%. I'm going straight down the middle. I'm going 50. All I right. can't risk. <laughs> All right. But I can see the. I originally had like 66 or 67 that came to my head, but that's it can't be that good. Do I want to move it? I'm I'm giving it. I am hoping it is better than fifty percent because I was shell shocked when Batman vs Superman had that twenty something percent before it came out, and then the movie solidified itself. It was worthy. Man, it still was right down the middle, and I thought that movie was great. I could picture this movie being the same way, but then this movie added humor, and it feels like it got a, like more fun touch to it. I don't know how that's going to work out. But not in the same way that Wonder Woman had. It has like that, it's trying too hard to be different yeah. than it's been. But we're going to see. So you sticking with 50? Yeah, I'm staying with 50 and hoping for the best. All right, I'm still going to ride with 60%. So can't wait to see what um, that one turns out to be. But we'll find out in a couple weeks. And that are our two movies for the Rotten Tomato segment for this week. You got any? We got any Blu-rays? 
Blu-rays, 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 Blu-rays. Huh. There is no movies that come out this week. All right. Yikes. Unless you have you ever seen a Kimmy No Nawa? Heavens no. You ain't seen the Limehouse Gollum? Nope. All right, well then. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Ingrid Goes West. Oh, that's a must-own. That was a great movie. I definitely would have liked to own that on Blu-ray. Have you seen uh, Blade of the Immortal Man? Nope. Okay, so that's just, it. Just Ingrid? All right. Oh, and the next... When do the movies come out? They must be pushing it closer to the holiday season. Yeah. Maybe after... Probably around like Black Friday is when we're going to get the... The movie's starting to be pushed out. I don't Next know. week is looks just as bad. Yeah, they might be all saving it for like that end of November joint. All right. What movie do you plan on trying to see before next episode? I would like to... Hold on. Huh. Because all that comes out is Daddy's Home, Murder on the Orient Murder. Express, Three Billboards, and... Maybe Murder on the Orient Express. We'll have to see. Because movies that already came out. Yeah, there's a lot of movies that I, I haven't even seen yet. I don't need to see Geostorm. <laughs> Some of these I could probably see on uh, um, my DVD screeners that I get sent from the Writers Guild. So, yeah, one of them. Suburbicon made $1.2 million. Yeah, it stunk it up. The Foreigner made more. Let There Be Light starring Kevin Sorbo made more. Mm. Uh, It's down there with uh, Kingsman, The Golden Circle, and... Sips tea on them. Jesus, Kingsman, oh my gosh. (laughs) Uh, My Little Pony and the Lego Ninjago movie, movie that's been out forever. I guess the fact that that movie was being catered as a comedy, and then when Mel or George Clooney and company said it's not a comedy, and the bad reviews did not help that movie at all. All right, me personally, I have free passes to go see three billboards outside of such and such Missouri. So if I get there and they say it's packed, which I highly doubt would be the case, um, <laughs> I'm going to see something else, something random. But if it's not packed, I'm going to watch it. And then Thursday night, I will be seeing Murder on the Orient Express. Been looking forward to this movie. And it has Daisy Ridley in it who's doing... Is this her first movie outside of Star Wars? It feels like it. I think it might be her first... Wait, no, I think it might be her first movie outside of... Or post-Star Wars fame, I think. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> so with that fact, uh, also makes me really want to see the movie... And I just like these type of whodunit flicks. That's why I was looking forward to um, Snowman because I like um, serial killer, what's going on type of movies. But then the reviews were totes. Stuff kept happening. And this is the type of movie that if you miss a week or two, you might just have to catch it on the fire stick. So I ain't going to let that happen with murder. So I'm going to definitely see those two. All right. If we ain't got nothing else to speak upon this has been another episode of the leo b gyllenhaal whatchamacallit 
I am your boy, Leo Archibald, a.k.a. a.k.a. Young Denzel, <laughs> a.k.a. O'Shea Bratson III, a.k.a. Slim Nady, a.k.a. Slim Pickens, a.k.a. Robert Balmain Jr., a.k.a. Nor, the God of Summer, a.k.a. <laughs> Belly Rollin', a.k.a. Silk Pajamas, a.k.a. Him, Young Caesar Christ, Nabron, oh, James, it's Joaquin Penny's worth mm. laughing till my kidneys hurt. Mm. No short dress, but the Lamborghini skirt. Like that. It's knife guy watching Life of Pie. Don't drink, only take shots in a drive-by. It's Terry Hightower, Young Jack Bauer. I'm gonna stack my bread as tall as Stark Town. It's Chadwick Flossman on the island golfing. If you seen what I seen, you would die like a mahogany stain on a coffin. Oh, gosh. You're putting too much effort in your punchlines. We're in an era where we okay. like stuff wet like a tear and whatnot. Nah, it's Kai Dollar Sign. Please don't ask me why. Keep talking, we'll get it shaking. Marty McFly. <laughs> and it's K Penny's Worth, aka Push Gay, aka Kayanya, Fix My Life Fans, and aka Booking Agent K, Young Black Philip, Kayanya, Taylor Joy, Fossil Man, The Fitbit Messiah, Chevy K, Chorus Kojo, Station Wagon K, Cool Breeze, Thug Apatow, K The Truth, and since Tyrese is wildin'. Skateboard cat that was whack. I'm a nice dude mm-hmm. with some nice drinks. Mm-hmm. You see these ice cubes? Do you see them? You see these ice creams? Mm-hmm. Eligible bachelor. Say what? Million dollar book. Okay. That's wetter than boom, boom, boom. Hey. Phantom. Exterior like fish eggs. Hey. Interior like, like suicide wrist rate. What? I can exercise What? You. This can be your phys ed. What? Cheat on your man. My, that's how you get a his ass. Kill on the beat. I know, I know. killers in the street. But the, still to make you feel like, like chilling in the heat. Yeah. Hey. Ah! I'm going here talking all that raspy. <laughs> Trying to ask me. The <laughs> investor ain't going to pass me. <laughs> you think about it. Take a second. Matter of fact, what what you should take for a beat. Okay, and then before you mess with a little skateboard, run up the crib, ma. All right, all right. Well, um, is it who sucks? Jai Courtney sucks. Theo James sucks. Jai Courtney sucks. <laughs> Na- Dang, Mister, <laughs> where are you now? Gets the two times. <laughs> you know what, bro? Before we quick, I'm a Google. Jaya, where are you, Courtney? And just see what comes up. See what's popping off. If he got like any like Google headlines or anything, so we're gonna type in Jaya Courtney. Okay, only thing that comes up is from 2016. Nope, nope, nope. He had a movie back in 2000. The exception with Lily James had a trailer back in April. He had an interview back in May. Again, with the exception, yeah, he has nothing going on. <laughs> so once again, I ask, where are you now? Ooh, Romney Malco sucks. Nina Dobrev sucks. <laughs> Nina uh, Dobrev. 
Who else? Is there another lady this week? Um, nah, might have to be Nina. Always yeah. Nina. I keep the Nina on me. Boom. To the room. All right. Well, um, Dr. Doom in the tomb. Before we lose all the audio, <laughs> end this off with the yeah. Usher. <laughs> I just wanted to come back on real quick to say something. This dude just said, still in bars. Thief. <laughs> Mufasa. He said lion. I said Mufasa. I got the Chewbacca. Look at you. You think a star? Well, here comes the war. So when I point this at Chewbacca, whoo, and that's off the top of the dome. I'm sleeping on that. Bad. (laughs) I'm too quick. Flash. I don't know what you said. You said Simba. <laughs>